Hello, my name's Evie and I'm here to have an honest discussion about all things sex, mental health and self-love with some amazing people I've met through Instagram. Most Fridays, unless I'm going out for a drink, join me for a good old chat on everything surrounding sex and your body with some of the best in the sex positive community. Welcome to Clitry the Best, a conversation with Kate discussing food freedom and pleasure. So hello, how are you? Hi, I'm very good. I'm super excited to be oh, here. Oh, good. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for mm. having me. <laughs> so uh, first of all, do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Yes, absolutely. So I don't want to go too much into my story because it's just going to take too long. But I was an ex-bikini competitor. And before that, I've been always struggling with body image issues and mm-hmm. um, unhealthy and I have unhealthy behavior with food and competition uh, made it only worse. So yeah. after that, I got to a very, very low point where I was severely binge eating. Mm-hmm. I do not know if I had a, you know, like real binge eating disorder because I haven't went to uh, like a psychiatrist mm-hmm. to, in order to be diagnosed, but it was really bad. Like I was blacking out during my binges. I wouldn't know, you know, like what wow. happened. Yeah, it was really bad. And it's just at some point I was like, I mean, he has to stop. Like, this is not a normal mm. way of living. You know, I want to be happy. And yeah. um, I was lucky enough to have a therapist who was specializing a little bit on like uh, people who had eating disorders or mm-hmm. like disorder eating. And she helped me guide, she helped guide me through, you know, like towards intuitive eating. And then when I kind of started, um, when I stopped dieting, because there was the hardest uh-huh. part for me to stop dieting because it was my control mm-hmm. mechanism. Like I control my body, I control my environment and this is how I live. You know, if mm-hmm. I don't diet, my world will crash or I will gain hundred pounds in a week. You know, it was like my biggest fear. Yeah. I think a lot of women, if you think about it, have been like dieting from as soon as they're like teens. It's really bad. Yeah. Yeah. The culture exactly. is really yeah. there. Mm. And I started when I was 15 and I stopped when I was 33. So it's like 18 oh, wow. years of dieting. Can yeah. you imagine? Like, I mean, I was a child, you know? Mm, mm, <laughs> I yeah, so like I'm a child sometimes. Yeah, it's a hard routine to break if you've been doing it that long, especially. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then I, when I healed myself and I've gotten so much better, mm-hmm. then I decided to take a coaching certification for food uh, freedom. Mm-hmm. And then I started coaching and then naturally I kind of felt the pull to discover my sexuality more to discover Mm -hmm. my feminine body to get into this route to kind of like a little bit deeper into sex uh, specifically into how the sexual energy affects our lives and I was like oh my god I started researching and reading you know like the pussy book of reclamation (laughs) I don't know if you've ever read it it's it's on my list I haven't actually got to it yet but yeah yeah and I've met this woman in um we were together on a pole dancing class with her. And I was mm. just like, holy shit. Can I curse? <laughs> yeah, yeah, go for it. <laughs> okay. And I was like, oh my God, this woman is dancing. And she literally looks like she's experiencing such a pleasure. She's almost orgasmic. Do you know what I mean? Really? Yeah. And I'm like, but... I want to be like her. You know, like, what do I have to do? So I started going deeper. And then what happened is that tapping into my sexuality more mm. helped me to heal my body image more help me to even to just change everything um how I relate to myself how I relate to other people not in terms of sex only but just Mm -hmm. in general 
So it was just so healing. I'm like, wow, my pussy is amazing. I love her. <laughs> and then my body and everything is perfect just because it's not perfect. It was just a very oh, tough Wow. Like an epiphany almost. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then I'm like, let me include this into my coaching with women mm. who are also interesting, interested to explore that because not everyone is and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just super cool oh Oh, that's amazing yeah I love that um yeah so how would you say that like food affects intimacy like how do they interlink because I think most most people would be like oh how does food well when you say food and sex but I guess people they probably imagine the stereotypes oh we'll get some strawberries and whipped cream but I'm sure you mean more um (laughs) emotionally how these connect (laughs) but actually imagine so this is a good example because I haven't Mm. thought of that uh before But imagine the person who is obsessed over food, who has unhealthy relationship, Mm -hmm. who is binging consistently, like, let's say, like I was three times a week. Mm -hmm. So, and this woman has a partner or whatever the partner is. And the partner offers, oh, let's play with the whipped cream and whatever. Mm. But whipped cream is a trigger for her to binge. Okay. Yeah. So imagine, like, she would probably say no to sex in general so she was just closed up or something mm-hmm. or she was just say no to the whipped cream which is fine mm-hmm. but then at the same time it's kind of like I don't do this very often I maybe did it like three times in my life with this mm-hmm. whipped cream thing but it was so much fun like I don't yeah. want to miss on that experience when mm-hmm. I do like when it arises with the will mm-hmm. of both both people and also you know food affects our um, mental state Mm-hmm. And also if mental state is affected, then physical state is affected because if we eat too much and if we don't feed our bodies with nutritious food, this is still important, you know? Yeah. And our spirit is affected because it's all connected, mind, spirit, and body. Like you can't just be great in the other one and mm. bad in, you know, like they're all going to be they're affected. All connected, so, yeah. Yeah. And food affects the body image. Or sometimes people, they only have food issues and they don't necessarily upset with how they look. They're just kind of like, it's not like they're in love with themselves, but they're kind of okay. You know, it doesn't bother them as much, Mm -hmm. but still having um, overeating episodes or having um, binging episodes, it just drains you overall. And you still feel guilty because you feel so terrible physically Mm -hmm. that affects the mental and you kind of don't have the energy for intimacy anymore, you know, like. I imagine relate to that upset. yeah exactly or like mm. you get into a slight depression or you have anxiety and you're like sex what just leave me alone let me just figure mm. this out first yeah so. I think it's quite a lot of people are feeling like that especially with COVID and stuff and being locked down like I've certainly found I just don't have the energy to even like contemplate it at the moment and obviously like, I'm worrying because that can like you say it, sex is a big part of a relationship and it can affect it and yeah I I I have to say I do use food as well as like a coping mechanism I do take a lot of pleasure in food so yeah I can definitely see how they're all connected yeah and also I would say you know the food as a coping mechanism um it's fine Mm. as long as it's not the only way you know how to cope yeah so sometimes it's totally okay to use food for comfort because some women you know that I work with they're just like oh my god I'm eating out of stress that is normal Every single person does it at some point. It's just like mostly people don't do this all the time. 
they still cope with something else. But if it's only food and then that becomes a problem and it bothers you, then obviously you have to do something about it. Because if you're not processing the emotion. Yeah, yeah, that is very true. Yeah. So what techniques do you use with your clients to help improve their body com- confidence? Um, yeah. Quite a big question. <laughs> so it all depends on each person. Because, mm. you know, like we're all individual and I am and I custom made for every single woman. Yeah. But mainly I love using the mirror work. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is basically like I, I will guide the person. And then if it's necessary, I will record sort of like a guided meditation so they can do this on their own. On their own. Okay. Practice more. So what mirror work does is it, again, it's different methods for it. But it's basically one of the methods is that you just sit in front of the mirror Mm-hmm. And you notice um, instead of um, sort of judging your parts, you release uh, all the body, mm-hmm. body parts you release, and you try to find something positive about it. Okay. It's also guided with my support. Obviously, I don't have to see that woman naked if she wants to be naked, because sometimes um, mm. some women are not ready to face um, themselves even yeah. in a swimsuit, you know? Mm. So it depends. It could be naked. It could be in lunch, I mean, in, in the underwear or in some clothes. And I also love what helped me tremendously using uh, movement practices okay. and self-touch. Mm. So what basically happens is that when you allow, you sort of like do the breathing exercise to yeah. calm down your nervous system. And usually I do um, slow music like very like sensual Mm. and then what you start doing with your eyes closed you start tapping into your body and how it wants to move and then you just start touching it touching yourself I first guide women Mm. but then they can do whatever they want to do so what happens then you are not looking at yourself you're not judging you're only using your senses and what feels good to touch Uh, do you know the parts mm. that feels good to touch the most are the ones that have most fat really yeah to be fair good old squidge on your belly and yeah yeah exactly (laughs) like who likes to touch the elbow it's hard no Mm, no I was the The boobs yeah (laughs) exactly Mm. but you have to release release the judgment and it's just it's incredible Mm. it's I I love it oh yeah do you find that when um clients have their first session are they like a bit nervous does it take them a while to get into it or is some of them just like go for it I obviously don't do these practices on the first or second session when we start Mm -hmm. working together because my program is 16 weeks so 16 weeks of sessions and I would say it depends again on the person some people come ready some people come like oh my god I'm open for anything I'm Mm -hmm. ready to be uncomfortable let's do it all with these people I can start on a third or second session and some people takes a little longer maybe on five or six but usually you know they know that I am holding a very safe space for them Mm -hmm. they trust me and they know I'm not gonna judge I'm a very kind of like neutral figure Mm -hmm. outside themselves and usually like obviously experience discomfort but you go with it so yeah and I guess they've come to you for that specific reason so yeah yeah um what do you think affects your um like people's body confidence during sex obviously there's quite a few but um yeah you mean besides the body image besides yeah so like um 
or, or even what not even just body confidence like what affects our confidence during sex because I know like some people I always forget forget that it's not like second nature to like tell people what you want like sometimes that can take a real time to get to that position and you're not confident enough um what do you think affects I'd yeah say your body does as well but um would f- your relationship with food affect how confident you are during sex maybe yeah, 100%. I mean, mm. since food and body image is very, very correlated, it's, mm-hmm. I mean, they cause each other at some, um, in some cases, but then mm-hmm. they're very correlated with each other. Also, I think a lot of, you know, which is also the confidence of self-esteem mm-hmm. and knowing, I mean, knowing who you are and knowing your worth. Because mm-hmm. imagine the woman who thinks, oh, she's maybe... It's just so many women and me included before I was mm-hmm. thinking I have to orgasm right away. Mm-hmm. Why the heck is it taking me so long? Yeah. <laughs> Something must have been wrong with me. Mm-hmm. So and then like I sort of had like lower self-esteem at some point when I was, you know, younger mm-hmm. and it was just really hard for me to um, forget about speaking out what I like. I didn't yeah. even know what I like at, mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah. I wasn't- like I wasn't doing anything Mm. you know Mm. and then also not being able to let's say state your boundaries and at the first place not even knowing your boundaries so imagine you don't like something what guy does and you're like afraid to offend him you're afraid to be rejected and you're just like I'm just gonna take this and it's going to be okay Mm. yeah I definitely used to be like that I think yeah sadly we do all start off it's really important for me is Mm. not allowing um you know how like, guys sometimes they like to get it in like right away. Like, yeah, <laughs> no foreplay. She is not ready. Okay, <laughs> she is not. And yeah. before I would I would not say anything, mm. and I would just go with it, and it would be like a little pay from the beginning. But then you know it would get mm. better. But now I'm like hell no, no. Yeah, you should not feel pain for no man, for no one. Exactly. Yeah, I think also with women like a big stereotype but I think we are a lot more mental with our orgasms as well so like if we're thinking about other stuff it's just not going to happen so I think yeah if you're worrying about how you look during sex or how like that what they're thinking then yeah it's just never going to (laughs) happen yeah it can take time like you say if you don't know what you want yourself how are you meant to tell other people yeah this is like a really big part of it all and also Mm -hmm. you know obviously if you're not trusting a partner yeah of course it's going to affect Uh your intimacy this is like one of the biggest things and then Mm -hmm. if you have unhealthy relationship with a partner maybe he's abusive or Mm -hmm. maybe like you know abusive especially mentally he's telling you that you're fat that you're ugly that your hair is this Mm -hmm. and i'm just like it happens can you imagine and these people stay together i mean (laughs) that people that get married and it's yeah it's very sad I just like I just said before I always forget that like not everybody's at this level and it's a big big journey like you can be like in your 60s and still not be fully knowing who you are and that love like respecting yourself and that's yeah it's so important what has helped me um working on my food issues and Mm -hmm. then body issues food issues and body issues uh simultaneously and then getting into the sexuality part Mm -hmm. into becoming more orgasmic not only in sex but also everything I do in life mm-hmm. um I did not this whole time I did not have a serious relationship mm-hmm. okay 
like obviously I had partners, but it, mm-hmm. it was nothing serious or committed. Um, it really helped me to attract the partner that I truly desired to have, you know, mm-hmm. and start uh, having a good relationship and, ex- you know, like experimenting with everything that I've learned mm-hmm. and everything, what I worked on, like being so confident in my body, telling him what I like, which is still, you know, it's not a breeze, obviously. I still mm-hmm. have to get still have down this. Yeah. 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 And like to get through discomfort of, of for me about mm-hmm. such a you know topic as sex because it's still it's kind of still like not out there. Oh my god, let's talk about it mm-hmm. like we're talking about donuts, and encouraging him to do that as well, which is also yeah. like he's Another not used to thing. that either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's been so healing and amazing for both of us, and it's mm-hmm. just like it developed so much trust in the beginning of the relationship and it's it's kind of like you start growing together yeah and to do that if I still had body image issues start exploring mm. myself my body and my genitals and all the sexual energy that I have so mm. yeah, yeah. I'd say it was a really big part of it oh that's lovely yeah it's definitely a journey and like you said it's it's not I think I spoke on a previous podcast we had and it's not like oh you take these steps and then you love your body forever and it's done like you it's up and down yeah it constantly changes and I think I I always feel conscious that when I'm sharing like love your body like I feel like it should almost be accept your body not love your body because you can't always put that pressure on constantly being in love with yourself but um yeah it's definitely a journey um what would you say to one of our listeners if they struggle with intimacy um, due to lack of body confidence? So the first thing, and it's really important, um, mm-hmm. if um, I'm assuming the intimacy with the partner or even the intimacy with, with herself yeah. is, you know, like admit what you're struggling with and mm-hmm. be very, very honest with yourself that this is where I am. This is what I'm struggling with. Mm -hmm. And that's okay at the moment. Like, I'm not a bad person. I'm not a less worthy person. There's Mm -hmm. nothing bad happening to me. This is the steps I can take to make it better. This is so important. Acceptance in anything is just like the baseline. It's a foundation of growth. If you don't accept where you are, you just can't move on. Mm -hmm. It's just impossible. Yeah, and, and it sounds simple, thing, but it's not always, is it? Yeah. No, no. Mm. And I know what's the funny thing with simple things, because people are like, oh, that's too simple. Well, it's not going to work, so I'm not going to do that. Mm. And then yeah, they and end then up they, yeah. not getting anything. They don't even do the basics, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And the second thing I would say with the partner, mm-hmm. be honest with that person about your struggles. Because mm. if that person loves you and cares about you, they will be open at least to listen to you. They might not understand what's going on because a lot of men, they just don't have these issues and they're like, okay, my cat is here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Noisy cat. Oh no, that's fine. (laughs) Um, So a lot of men, they just simply don't able to sort of be compassionate. Mm. And even though I haven't experienced it, I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to support you no matter what. Mm. And if your partner, if he doesn't want to, if you don't trust him, then maybe it's a question. I don't know why you are even with this person, you know? Mm -hmm, For sure. Yeah. So this is, yeah, these are 
two of the most important steps. And then obviously searching for help or searching for some more information to understand for you to, uh, to change that. Yeah, because it's only so much you can do yourself. And But yeah, like you say, the simple steps, because although seeking help can be simple, it can, again, take a lot for somebody, especially if you're a male, maybe. There's a, there's definitely a stigma in that. Um, yeah. Oh. Well, thank you. <laughs> this has been really interesting. You're welcome. Um, where can the listeners find you if they want to follow you? Yeah, I'm mostly active on my Instagram and I also do have a Facebook page for anyone who um, prefers mm-hmm. Facebook or Instagram. It's the same content. Um, uh-huh. I think you can put my um, name into show notes because <laughs> spelling my <laughs> name, last name, it's a little, I don't think anyone's <laughs> going to sit and oh, write it down. True. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's ekaterina.timofiva underscore. And mm-hmm. I also do have this private IG group for women who are, who desire to start healing their relationship with food and body and also tap into the sexuality so oh, they nice. can have better orgasms or even orgasms. And it's just, mm. it's a, a free space on instagram it's like a private facebook group i would say just i'm not a fan of, <laughs> fan of facebook yeah <laughs> and it's called food freedom and orgasmic magic oh nice i'll give that for like yeah <laughs> it's it's just and my program is called orgasmic magic uh it's a one-on-one 16-week coaching program mm-hmm. for women to get exactly that to heal their food and body image issues and with the sexuality be mm-hmm. more open with themselves develop a good relationship with themselves healthy and with their partners family and friends and it just it is truly mm-hmm. life-changing when you eliminate the noise from all this obsessive food thoughts mm-hmm. you know obsessive body thoughts then you kind of start listening to your intuition connect to it like your intuition your soul it's the same thing and you're like oh my god there's so much more in this world let's do this yeah (laughs) so much more to counting calories and worrying yeah exactly because I had no clue what I wanted to do when I was so focused on fitness and dieting Mm -hmm. you know only then I realized like oh my god coaching this is this is it you know and it was just super cool yeah Yeah. found found your calling I was gonna ask one thing I forgot to ask is what's your opinion on like calorie counting apps like my fitness pal and stuff like that okay so I was on my fitness pal for eight years oh wow yeah you have logged in for like 1500 days in a row and I was like no that's not a good thing so I am obviously I'm not for diets Mm -hmm. but there's some people who don't have any unhealthy risk with food they sort of go on a diet they get to their result, they get off the diet, they don't overeat, they don't do anything, whatever. Mm-hmm. And some people count calories. If you are that person, mm-hmm. I have no problem. Yeah. If okay. you have healthy relationship with food and body. Mm-hmm. So, and you just want to improve for whatever reason, and it's nothing extreme, nothing crazy, mm-hmm. then it's fine. It's just usually macro counting is very attractive to people uh, with control, uh, the, um, control freaks and obsessive you know behavior I'm not saying like exactly OCD uh-huh. but that was me you know so I just got so on it that uh-huh. I became obsessive I could not eat a crumb without counting it into my app I could not go any, anywhere without the scale you know wow. yeah so when it becomes obsessive it's just obviously there's something mm-hmm. going on in here and you yeah. have to look 
yeah because yeah. you see like people they'll restrict themselves to a certain amount of calories and then they just starve themselves to have like a takeaway or if they're gonna drink and then that's yeah that's when it's really unhealthy <laughs> exactly like you can use it as a complementary tool mm. to your uh to um to your body's feelings you can still listen to your body but I was not relying on my body I was solely relying on my fitness pal mm. and this was it I did not yeah. know when I was full. I did not know when I was truly hungry, you know, and it was just a mess for me. Mm-hmm. But if you are a healthy person, you just want to have a basic sort of nutritional information to know what's going on, mm-hmm. where's the protein and stuff to just learn. I think it's a great tool. And yeah. most importantly, not be obsessive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that's the thing. It's how you use it with my stuff, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Well, I will definitely, uh, if people can't find you, I'll be tagging you and we post the podcast anyway. So yeah. Oh, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. I hope COVID's not affected you too much. I've, I've actually forgotten to bring that up in the podcast for once. <laughs> but yeah, it sounds like you are in Hawaii the last month. So you're doing pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> well thank uh, god for my boyfriend he's amazing and we just went there um, to because we have a long distance relationship so this is kind of like uh, okay yeah the only time we sleep was lovely thank you oh that's lovely all right well everybody until next time bye <laughs>